Hello everyone, we're back. It's WDW Happy Hour after an extended break. And I'm sitting around the table with my fellow podcast members. I've got Rob. Hello. Scott. Hello. And Matt. Greets. Um, we have, Don't make greets a thing. <laughs> greets. Um, we have quite a lot of news to cover since we've pretty much taken a, a little hiatus just with everything that's going on, and you'll notice Holly's not here today. She's she's good, but she's often exposed to a lot of people because of her job, so she's taking a little break. Um, but this is, you know, we're gonna try to truck on as much as we can normally, but be patient with us in the next few weeks. If, you know, one of us has an issue, we're, we're not going to make the podcast a priority over our health uh, and, Bear with us. So if our, our schedule is a little irregular, it is what it is. Anyway, um, we've got a fun episode today. Lots of news. We're catching up for a month and plus a lot of news in general this past week. Um, but we're going to start off as we always do with our topping it off. And Scott, kicking it to you. Oh, kicking it to me. Let me... <laughs> I should have been better prepared here. I'm ready. I have Ready the, to kick? I have the drink. Are you ready for a kick? Okay. Mine is uh, one that I had... About a year ago, it was in October 2019, which does make sense because it's been a year since I've been to Disney. Uh, this one is from Sanaa. Mm. Um, it was a drink that I'd had there. Not the drink that the waitress broke the glass oh, as I, I was ordering that. it, but the other drink that I had, which is the Painted Lemur. Um, and this is... It's a drink that has a, a sort of spiral... It's described as having a spiral look like a tail of a, a Madagascar lemur. Uh, but it has Amarula fruit cream liqueur and Vanderholm tangerine liqueur from South Africa combined in a chocolate striped glass inspired by the distinctive striped tail of the Madagascar lemur. If that $13. ain't a Scott drink. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's in a, a cocktail glass. Mm. Um, but uh, obviously very sweet. Yeah. You know, it's uh but it was. It was a fun looking a fun looking drink. I, I do have a picture of it, but I don't have that pulled up right now. I just have the menu up right now. Did you get that after dinner or did you have that like with your dinner? I believe I had that after dinner. Uh, I was gonna say, I don't yeah. know that I would order that with like bread stuff. That was my second drink there after they, they broke, broke the, the one. The yeah. other one uh, it's was she just, a like smashed the glass mango lassi smoothie, traditional frozen blend of mango puree was the other one. Whoa, was I whoa. there when she broke the glass? Yeah, I think we so, were all yeah. in a booth. Yeah, I don't remember. Was that birthday. when you stayed there? What yeah. did she just like place yeah, it down too hard? I don't even think it was that. I think it was just either the glass was compromised or it just hit wrong. I don't think she like slammed it down. <laughs> oh, the way that you're telling this story is no, but like... it went everywhere. I remember, and that it was I... clearly her fault. Like it wasn't yeah me. It was <laughs> well, yeah. I'm saying like, but if it was the glass's fault, then it wasn't really well, her fault. You I were don't like. Know. How do you identify blame in that situation? Well, it seems like you are. By saying she broke the glass. She did. Well, the glass didn't break itself. Listen, I guess... <laughs> what glassed first? The rooster or the glass? Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds delicious. Give it a Definitely try. Definitely sounds like a good uh, dessert. Yes. Like, good in dessert lieu of beverage. having dessert, you could have a nice drink. Yeah. It's I like an awesome to drink it, right drink it. What is that? Is that Madagascar? Yeah, I've never sure seen is. any of those movies. Yeah, yeah, that is. Anyway, all right, and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kick it to Rob with the news. We've got right. a lot today. Yeah, so we'll we'll skip the big one for last, or leave the the big one for last. Um, so we'll go with the first, probably not biggest hitting, but 
we talked about this for a while, um, and I'm always a fan of logistics at the parks. The walkway from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom is officially open. Yeah. So, um, that's a pretty lengthy haul. It is. I would say like, about a 15-minute, 20-minute yeah. walk. Yes. Yeah. Like, from where to the Magic Kingdom? Grand Floridian. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's... I, I noticed it when we stayed at the Grand Floridian, just like the length of the monorail, mm -hmm. which basically you're under it the entire time. Um, yeah, it, it's, but it's just another nice option, um, you know, to have if you're either staying there or you want to go get a drink after the Magic Kingdom and you don't want to go to the Contemporary or get an Uber after the Magic Kingdom, you could go to the Grand Floridian now. So, yeah, I mean, got... theoretically, you could walk to the poly from there right that because is true too yes yeah yeah it's i mean it's already kind of a hike from the uh contemporary to the front gate i mean that's probably like it's an eight minute walk okay it's not as bad as i thought no it's not too bad but yeah the article said you if you you if you walk briskly, it's a ten minute walk. Ooh. But they said most people will be like fifteen minutes. Yeah, put that in perspective. I mean, that's how bad how long it takes to get from the back of Coronado to the front. That's true. If you're staying oh, there, gosh, yeah. or even the boardwalk to Epcot. Yeah, that's right. about ten minutes. I mean, that probably oh, seven certainly minutes. Swan and Dolphin. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. Swan and Dolphin. But yeah, very interesting. Yep. Um, Disney released some info on. Um, Epcot. It, it's weird how they've been releasing information um, and, and what they've been talking about. So this was during they have some sort of like theme park event the IAAPA I don't even know what that stands for but um, so they confirm Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to move to 2021 opening that looks like it's ready to go. I'm, it does. I'm, it does look like it's ready to go. Um, I've heard it's ready to go um, we didn't get a timeline for Guardians or Space 220 to open. Um, we've seen some <laughs> press and different things with the Guardians ride vehicle. Um, who is, who is, so I think it was like an unin, like I'll call him a casual Disney fan. Not to the level we are, but they're like, I didn't realize the ride was going to be outside like it is. Like they did realize that the video that they showed was just like, a test yeah. the thing that they set up. I was like, mm -hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you were going to be in a parking lot. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's a weird theming. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I mean, I guess like, if you're, you know, it is what it is. You know, uh, by the time they open Space 220, you may be actually able to eat in space. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Again, don't know why. Um, Harmonious, they're considering spring 2021. What? Harmonious, the what? show. What is, where is that? What is that? Good God, Matt. Is that what that's this called? This is a the Disney new one. podcast. That's what that's called? Yes. It's the, got the, the huge the, barge with the big arch. I didn't know it was called Harmonious. Mm, okay. With the, Someone uh, didn't the listen us to is like Harmony Us. Ugh. Harmony Us. <laughs> uh, they've already put one barge in place, which... I, I've seen it be criticized because it's like this ugly black thing. It is. But it is I, like, 
there's there's concept art here. You're not um, gonna see it at night. Like that's like. But like, if they do something like that yeah. with it, it'll it's be gonna fine. be covered. Like no, but I'm saying during the day. Oh, like, okay. Wait, do you think it'll be out all the time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Um, what else did we uh, learn? I'm trying to. S there's um, the the festival the. Th the three-story festival center that seems <laughs> to have been scrapped. Um, that is sad. I was very excited for that. I was excited that. about that one, too. It was the, like the rooftop with the trees and stuff. The Imagineer uh, responsible for this is Zach Ridley. Uh, he's a good follow on Instagram. Sure uh, is. He, he posts a lot of, like... Spoilery stuff. Yeah, like... He posted the Gar Guardian's... Um, vehicles this week and he was the guy I know if you guys have listened to our coverage of D23 last year and we keep referring to him as the young guy who gets it Zach Ridley is that young guy who yeah. gets it and he like is like a fan of Epcot has been a fan of Disney and preserving like you know that flavor of of not making it too IPE <laughs> but yeah he is a good follower <laughs> it's funny you say that I wasn't going to talk about this so um the Morocco Pavilion got taken over by Disney. And did you see they already converted? I don't know what the shop is. It, it's the one next to Spice Red yeah. Table. They've already converted it <laughs> to like an Aladdin gift shop oh now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where they used to sell the... The, the, the traditional gonna, garb. Yeah, like, thank you. you know, for, like the belly dancers outfits yeah. with the, the bangles on them. Yeah. That's so... Shh. <laughs> uh. oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My cat has something to say about that. He don't he like really it. He's really upset about it. <laughs> I don't like cultural appropriation. Um, I'm trying to see if there's... That's about it we know for for Epcot. It, it seems like the Play Pavilion is indefinitely on hold. Oh, what I was... Uh, Zach Ridley confirmed the new Walt statue mm -hmm. um, is still going to happen for Epcot, which will be... Nice. This was just him, like, sitting there thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody was pretty favorable. Like, I mean, that was like a... Everyone was excited for that. I think that was an announcement that everyone was like, yes, we yeah. want a Walt statue in Epcot. And then um, we know Mary Poppins was canceled. Mm. So... <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's like, man, I threw out my back for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that they was the, the whole. Corner. They made that, that was the, the corner piece. Yeah, of the, that was that was how they closed it, right? Yeah, it was the huge <laughs> thing. Lord, what a disaster! The whole step in time, right? That yeah. was what it was. Oh my gosh. Yep. And dropping the like, what was it, rose petals or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Confetti. Kind of, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we go from one Imagineer to another. Uh, Joe Brody announced his retirement from Walt Disney Imagineering. I think his last days, January 4th, comes to mind. Um, but he's been there, yeah, January 4th. He's been there 40 years. Okay. Um, That's crazy. And he, he basically said, like, he didn't know anything about Disney. Like, he just took a job. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Because he seems like he's just made for it. Like, he's just yeah. got that very creative mind. I mean, yeah. I think that's just the man he is. So, there's the, I mean, his, I guess his last biggest project was um, the new island. Um, oh, for for um, Disney Castaway Cruise Castaway Key, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> there's a name for it. And I, the I remix. Um, it, it's something with the lighthouse or uh, yeah. lighthouse point. Lighthouse point, right? 
That sounds right. It sounds right, but um, he was the... <laughs> Matt, what's it called? <laughs> you could make up anything. No, Ear Holes Island. Uh, yes, Ear Holes Island. <laughs> um, so no word on who will take that over, but uh, he said he just wants to travel. I, there, there's rumors out there where it was basically like, please go so we don't have to like let you go. That's... Yeesh. Yeah. Do we like Joe Rody? Like, what's your opinion on him? Um, I, 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 I like him a lot. Um, he, he's almost too intense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, and, and they said the thing about him is his projects just cost so much money. Yeah. Because he tries to make them so realistic and so authentic. Scott, what about you? Opinion on Joe Rody? One I way? like the stuff he's done. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Matt? I like how brutally honest he is. Um, I like anyone like that in, in the Disney company that's like certainly not a yes man. Like he reminds me of um of Raleigh Crump in that sense that like a bit subversive, um, and like has like that certain like I don't give a crap attitude, but on the other hand, like I give all the crafts, like if that makes sense. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's like a very like um like rebellious attitude that I think is welcome in as a creative. Yeah. Wonder what happens with the Yeti now. I know, really. <laughs> he promised Eddie. Matt comes a lot. He promised Matt. He promised me. <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't know. Like he's not one of my all time favorites and I know he's like but I think he's a good I, I like what Matt said that he's not a yes man and that he's like a little bit like, he's not, like, your typical Disney guy. And I like that about him, that he's not just going to fit into the mold of, like, you know, we'll do whatever stupid thing that Bob Chapek... I feel like he probably doesn't get along with Bob Chapek, yeah. which I love. <laughs> An enemy of Bob Chapek is a friend of mine. So, I... Yeah, I feel that way about... But I'm not necessarily the hugest fan of his work. I don't like Animal Kingdom. I don't really like his stuff. I feel similarly. I like old school Epcot, like 80s Joe Rody. That's like my, like he was the one who was like big into the original imagination. And I'm into that. Like I like his older, I like his older stuff, his older hits. I'm a Rody hipster. (laughs) I was like, he kind of like gotten into a bit of trouble through his tenure there from being like openly critical about some Disney stuff on Twitter. And like in his Instagram's insane. He's a crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like he's like I feel like he's been like like openly critical about some Disney decisions on social media and been like, yo, whatever, I don't approve of this. Mm-hmm. And like, damn, I, Joe. I, there might have been. I forget. Um, but some of his recent thing. I mean, he was the head Imagineer on uh, Mission Breakout. Which is fantastic. I've heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? So, I mean... Yeah, I love Mission Breakout. Um, and it's I mean, too thrilling for me, Rob. <laughs> um, and he was... Uh, Alani was his... Uh, not that I've experienced it. You have. Uh, I, I love Alani. So... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not... I don't hate... He's just, like, not... He's not in my, like, top five. <laughs> top five. We're, that's our next episode, Top Five Imagineers. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and oh, this isn't the last, but um, something we have been hoping for for quite some time. Park hopping is returning to Walt Disney World uh, with modifications. So I will try to explain this as best I can. This starts January 1st, 2021. 
Um, so the same system still remains in place. You need to make a park reservation for each day of your vacation. Um, and you have to base you from what they're saying is you have to enter that park. I guess skate so, magic yeah, yeah. is was what they're you saying. can't just skip the first park. Correct. <laughs> um, and then at that point you could skip you could park up, I guess, to other parks. It doesn't say it's only one, but we'll start at 2 p.m. each day, and it's subject to availability. I love this. So, yes. I love this. It's what, I mean, I guess it's still a way to control that it's not just unlimited amount of people going in, but, you know, they're still going to recognize when the parks are at capacity this way. They can still keep a handle on that. I'm excited. It'll say it, it. It says it'll have within the app, like the park status. Oh, I would so. love if they did that. Like touring plans, I know does a really good job at predicting and like forecasting, like park trends and crowds. And I love that because I would always pick the least busy park. Um, but it'd be nice if Disney did that. Yeah, you know they have the data. Yeah, you know they do. <laughs> Why not tell people? Right? Like, yeah. wouldn't it be advantageous for them for me to know that Animal Kingdom's not busy today and I'll go to Animal Kingdom? You know what I haven't looked at? Maybe you, someone has. Um, how the morning crowd at Hollywood Studios has changed since they changed the Well, we'll talk the about that. Oh, did you experience it? Sure did. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I forgot yep. if that was... Yep. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, and then finally which this could probably be it's an entire episode in and of itself. <laughs> um, Disney f- flooded... Uh, they had D23, the, December 2020. The thing <laughs> that's interesting, so I just pulled up the 111 um, slide PDF from the actual investor day. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, no, I wanted to confirm. This was basically motion picture. Yeah. Information. It was yeah. nothing to do with parks, cruise line, anything else that. Well, they the figure that's company. pretty much the only thing that they can like put, like their money towards right now. That's more of a sure shot than parks. Like yeah. this at these unprecedented times. <laughs> well, it was. It was. I mean, they called it Investor Day 2020, but it was literally like movie day. Hey, Wall Street, uh, we're okay, even though our parks are hemorrhaging money <laughs> right now. All right, so we'll go through some of the announcements. I don't know if we'll touch on everything, but from Disney Television Studios for Disney Plus, we have a Beauty and the Beast prequel series with Luke Evans and Josh Gad, and uh, new music to be composed by Alan Menken. Is that animated or live action? I think live action well, yeah. since they were the live action Correct. cast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, another. I think it's a series. Um, Swiss Family Robinson. It should be said that the four of us were um, were hanging out um, the other day, and we were talking about this, and it was astounding. At like we all read the press release, and it was astounding how much we could not remember because there was just so much released all at once that it's overwhelming. So it's just so funny to be like, I don't know what this is. Like yeah, I actually ignored it. Yeah, because like it was, I was too just, much. I, I started seeing it come through. 
Uh, and maybe it's because I follow like 12 different like Disney accounts Disney, yeah. and they're all posting the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're never going to believe this Buzz Lightyear. I saw that 20 times on my yeah. Instagram feed. <laughs> There's a Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, series based on the books. Okay, we'll, we'll move on. None of that sounded... Uh, <laughs> some of these aren't too bad. There's a Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Uh, it's going to pick up where the film left off. With uh, Gordon Bombay and Lauren Graham is joining the cast. Is what's his face gonna play uh, Gordon Bombay? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. yes it's what else is he doing? Gordon Bombay. Not anything. Uh, who is, uh, we shouldn't make fun of this because the guy's in rough shape. Uh, oh God, Goldberg. Goldberg. He's cleaned up. Yeah, he oh, looks good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. He looks oh, great. great. I'm yeah. just thinking of his mug shot. Yeah, uh, it's oh. it, it bad. It real bad. <laughs> mm. Um, there's going to be a Turner and Hooch. <laughs> okay. They bring, uh, they bring it in uh, Hanks. Hanks. Uh, Josh Peck. I don't know who that is. Mm. Oh, he's he's from Ant-Man. Isn't he the bad guy in Ant-Man? Josh Peck. He was uh, in Girls, I think. We got a John Stamos sighting. Okay. He's going to... Uh, it's called Big Shot, a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball. Oh, Josh Peck is Drake, Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. Yep, that's all right. Um... Wait, which one is Josh Peck in? He's in Turner the Hooch. Two, Turn Hooch. He's not, he ain't not Hank. Is he the dog? <laughs> There's Mysterious Benedict Society, Tony Hale, Kristen's Scales? Shale? Shaw. Kristen Mysterious Benedict Society, I want to Oh, you would know who she is. Oh, she plays, she's Trixie, the, the Triceratops in Toy Story. Okay. And she's like the she's got a real annoying grating voice. Oh, great. <laughs> oh I think it's cute. Oh, it's kind of cute, but it's. All right, it's from from Walt Disney Studios. So Lucasfilms specifically, we'll go to our resident um, Star Wars flying expert here. Uh, resident flying. Yeah. So we got we knew about this one. We got Obi the Obi Wan series. It all of this is Disney Plus material. So mm-hmm. I'll say if it's um, not so Obi Wan, that's going to have. Ewan McGregor, uh, Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader. Um, and then two series set in the Mandalorian era from Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. 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 Rangers of the New Republic and... Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. So the, the nice thing about all these, or a bunch of these different series that they have, Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau are... The true caretakers of the Disney, um, of the Star Wars legacy right now. Like, for everything that got absolutely screwed up in the new trilogy, they have made better with The Mandalorian. And I'm very excited about these new series being driven by them because I think you'll see the same storytelling quality that you see in The Mandalorian. That's what gets me excited about this. I agree with you. All right, so we have more. Uh, uh, what else do we? Oh, so we got a new, the new feature film. So this will be released in in um, in theaters. Is Rogue Squadron set for December twenty twenty three? Directed by Patty Jenkins of the Wonder Woman franchise. Scott, you ever play any of those? Uh, the Rogue Squadron. Oh games? yeah. Those are great. Yeah, N64. Mm-hmm. That was a jam. And then we also have a Indiana Jones, the final installment. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Yes. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> they could call it the final installment, but the it's not really. The corpse of Harrison Ford. Oh, God, Forrest. So Cash that check. He hates his life. <laughs> what, does he need the money? Like, come on, dude. Like, stop doing it. You're so unenthused about all these things. Like, Don't put him on the press junket either. Oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> He's so miserable. Yeah. He's so miserable. Harrison, we wear the hat? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'll wear the freaking hat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I bet that's why they don't want to give him the Disney legend. They're waiting for him to die. Yeah, because they know he won't be like he won't show. I guess this is cool, or I don't know. So weird he didn't get it with Mark and Carrie. Like that doesn't even make any sense. And he's Indiana freaking Jones, which they also own. He's too much of a of a live wire. Yeah, he's a liability. So uh... (laughs) Indiana Jones watches football in his house. That's all the further they can get him. Indiana Jones plays golf and then crashes his plane. (laughs) Uh, He crashes his plane. Yeah, while he was filming. Twice, wasn't it? Yeah, while he was filming The Force Awakens and they had to stop production on like a million, a multi million dollar movie because of Harrison Ford's dumbass. So this is from Walt Disney Studios. We have Hocus Pocus 2, a spooky sequel to the 1993 (laughs) Halloween classic. They better have those two kids, uh, Spike and... Jay. Jay and Spike, is that it? I think. Ice. <laughs> we got reboots of Three Men and a Baby Jesus. with Zac Efron, Cheaper by the Dozen, uh, Kenyon Barris and Gabrielle Union, and a new sister act with Whoopi Goldberg and produced by Tyler Perry. I'm in. You know what? I'm back in the habit. Yeah, I'm back in the habit. <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy is probably having the best day ever. She was the one of the sister act nuns, and she is Mary Sanderson, so she's having a nice little year. I'm assuming they're bringing back the big three for for Hocus Pocus, right? They've it got doesn't. It, it, they it does not. not in, it does not mention people that. would riot in the streets. And they've done do worse. I am. <laughs> they have. Have you guys seen? Uh, have you guys seen Sister Act? Yeah. yeah, the original. So I, good. I've not I seen remember. the second sister act. Oh, the se- second sister act is great. Yeah, um, what's her name's in it? Lauren, uh, Hill. Lauren Hill. And Marcus Houston. I don't know who Lauren Hill is. Scott. The Fugees. <laughs> one time, one time. Lauren Hill. The Miseducation. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Doesn't well, boy, do we have about. a CD for you. Jeez, oh, I've got homework for you after the podcast. <laughs> We've been through this. I only know the things that you've told me. <laughs> I'm telling you Lauren Hill right now. Go. Um, I think the thing that you guys will be excited... Uh, a hybrid... So it's described as a hybrid live-action animated film. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes! With John Mulvaney as Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale. That is my number one announcement. A of hybrid. That's that's, so that sounds a like uh, who framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Yeah, or like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yes. Or Garfield. Or don't, don't. Or Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Why you gotta go there? Uh, we got <laughs> Pinocchio, oh. which is gonna star looks... Tom Hanks. Oh, oh. Why as, Hanks? Why? As Geppetto or as Pinocchio? I don't know. It just says star. Oh wait, what if they made him um, the Blue Fairy? No, dude, Jiminy <laughs> Cricket. Oh, that'd be cool. I would listen to Hanks. Um, <laughs> we got Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, dis- we got a trailer for that, too. Disenchanted. No. I don't or know. Peter Pan and I Wendy? it is. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer, as you may have. I don't watch anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, nothing else. That's really... A live-action remake of 
Um, <laughs> Little Mermaid. Is this the one with uh, ha- Hallie? Bailey? Yeah, we saw her at, at yes. DCA last summer. Yes. Hallie Bailey. Um, yes. Alyssa McCarthy is Ursula. Oh, yeah. <gasps> There's someone else I really like. Oh, Dobby Diggs is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Sebastian. Sebastian. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, then we got, okay, so Walt Disney Animation Studios. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon will debut simultaneously on Disney Plus uh, and in theaters March 2021. That one you're going to have to pay. It's Premier Access, $29.99. Um, then there's Enchanto. Is that Encanto, my... I Encanto, I think. Encanto? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no H. Encanto. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? Doing all the music. Takes you to Colombia, where a magical family live in a magical home. Into that. Yeah, it sounds Um, good. Is that Disney animated? Yes. That's the next next feature after Raya. Then there's animated series, um, including Baymax, uh, Zootopia Plus. Tiana and Moana, the series. I hate that it's called Zootopia. Wait, Plus. Tiana and Moana? No, no, no. no, no, no. Tiana, comma, and, and Moana. Moana. Two separate series. Yes. Okay, the sorry. Tiana one I'm actually a little excited for because it's uh, like a musical. That's cool. It's a musical series. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm up for more Moana content. I like Moana. It's too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. I don't know. Soon. When you think about like who that's probably directed at, it's probably kids. And <laughs> yes, they, yeah, they the actually you know, much remember like the movie. Moana. Well, yeah, but I mean, like those kids who saw Moana are still kids. It's not like R two D two soon. R two D two soon. Pixar. So then on to Pixar. Um, we have Win or Lose, Pixar's first ever long form animated series, uh, which debuts. Disney Plus February 2023 follows a middle school <laughs> softball team in the in the week leading up to their championship game, and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. I like that. So you've got a Pixar series about softball. I am in, baby. <laughs> um, and then we got two brand new feature films slated for theaters in 2022. Uh, Turning Red, which is... <laughs> Uh, about a red panda. Yeah, the a girl oh. that turns into a red panda when she gets too excited. That's slated for March 11, twenty twenty two, and then Lightyear, the definitive origin story of the hero that inspired the toy, um, <sighs> with Chris Evans voicing. Um, Buzz. Do we need this? I kind of hate this um, because the definitive origin story of a toy is manufactured well, no, and wait. put in a box. The way that he said that is the definitive origin story of the hero that inspired the toy. The toy. So this is the this is the Buzz Lightyear astronaut. Like it'll be like the astronaut. Space Ranger story. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, like oh like this is a real dude that then inspired It'd be like if they the toy. like took Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Maybe Isn't that what, like, what well, Buzz Lightyear was Well like I I get the impression that this is like the G.I. Joe origin story. Like, it's not the, the G.I. Toy. Right. It's how the G.I. Joe character, you know. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> cautiously optimistic about this. Sure. You'll watch it. <laughs> of course I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep eating whatever <laughs> crap they shovel in my trough. <laughs> <laughs> Just not live action. Uh, 
There's uh, then there's that. Disney Plus series uh, Dog Days, based on the dog. Um, discovers the dangers of suburbia like puppies, fireworks, and squirrels. Oh. Um, that's set for that's pretty far along, I guess. It's, it's set for uh, fall twenty twenty one. Is that a prequel? I think uh, it's, it's no. It's a spinoff. I think it's like folk. Yes, the question. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, then there's a Cars series. It doesn't really say it. Oh, a new series following <laughs> Lightning McQueen and Mater on a road trip across the country, featuring new characters, old friends, and imaginative destinations. Oh. Fall twenty twenty two. I can't wait. We get to meet the planes. Dusty. Dusty the crop duster. <laughs> What's his actual name? Crappie? Crappie the crop. No, it's not crappie. <laughs> Isn't it Dusty? It's Dusty the crop duster. I would guess it was Dusty. That makes more crappie. sense. Crappie. <laughs> Isn't that Dane Cook? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's oh, the oh. main, main Dane. <laughs> it's Rain the main Dane. <laughs> All right. Good lord. Uh, Sorry. And then I think I think we're approaching the end here. Marvel Studios, th- this I, all this stuff I can't follow. <laughs> this is like <laughs> it's, it's dusty the... crop hopper. Ah oh, yes. Ah oh, yeah. Good this, God. This just turns it. into like it, it's like it, coming twenty forty eight. Yeah. Um, so Samuel, there's three new series: Secret uh, Invasion with Samuel L. Jackson, Ironheart with Dominique. Thorn? Thorn? I don't know who that is. No idea. And uh, (laughs) Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle. Oh, okay. War Machine. Wow, roadie. Um, What else? There's so much here. Like, it's just, they pump this stuff out. It's like... Um, You know what I I noticed, and this is strange that I noticed this, but there was, they announced, like, two or three things that like weren't even in production yet at D23 last year. She-Hulk was one of them. Oh, Remember yeah, they yeah. just showed like the the icon and what was the one that the Ryan Coogler was directing and it was like a I don't want it wasn't Black it, it's not Black Panther but it's something like kind What of, if no. They're doing it, a what if? There I was, know, there I know. was Ms. Marvel, right? That yes. was the one with um, the attorney from... Or not attorney from New Jersey. It's the, That was the one with the Muslim Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that stuff, the stuff that they just like teased, did not have any footage of, maybe a logo, was not on there. Like, She-Hulk's not on there. No, it is mentioned. Is it? Oh, yeah. it wasn't in the picture. <laughs> I'm just scared. Yeah, I heard you're getting the Professor Hulk in uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. Interesting. I- um, there's just, there's so, there's literally like seven series here that they listed. The Eternals. They're, they're redoing, uh, Fantastic Four. Um, I haven't another, seen any of those movies. Yeah, me either. I, there's another Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, we Quantum Mania. Um, I hate that. Thor Love and Thunder, which, um, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale. Oh, um, so, I think that's their best. I love the Thor I do too. series. Yeah, Taika Waititi made it. Um, He's got another Star Wars movie yeah. coming out too. That's untitled so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and then we know Black Panther two um, is not going to be recast. That came out. Um, so that's like just that. going to focus on the woman, right? They like said the, it's just the, all the it, it. They said it. Not, nice words but like 
<laughs> basically like it'll explore like the the, the, the world and like the characters we've come to to know and whatnot. So <laughs> they're gonna and do they're a... all just gonna be talking about Black Panther. <laughs> hey, Black Panther! <laughs> it's gonna be like the last Dark Knight movie where it's like at the end there's a new Batman. You know, it's gonna be like at the end. The real Black Panther was the friends we met along the way. <laughs> I um, think they should just be talking to him off screen the whole time. <laughs> Give me a thumbs up. Hey, Chadwick. <laughs> oh, no. Scott. Um, too soon? Yes. R2-D too soon. <laughs> um, that's about it. No, Wait, there were two big one, big oh. Marvel ones, uh, both Guardians of the Galaxy related. The I Am Groot series and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, Are you okay. serious? Yeah, oh, Guardians, for the holidays. Yeah, the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy holiday special is probably going to be funny. Oh, it probably will and, be. Yeah. And the I Am Groot are original, a series of original shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this sounds like it's, uh, it's going for that, that forky ass the question audience. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of, and uh, on top of this, like a ton of like Hulu stuff that's outside of the scope of this conversation. But, yes, like, the Kardashians are coming to Hulu, baby, exclusively. Bible. I thought they were done. They were because they didn't get enough money from E, and then they wanted more money from Hulu. Yeah. And they got it. Because <laughs> Chris Jenner works harder than this, the devil. Pay him, Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Um, with that, they did announce that Disney Plus will be going up um, to seven ninety nine. What's it? Is it five ninety nine, six ninety nine? All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All this content didn't. Uh, they didn't do they it for did you. announce just. A, I don't have the exact numbers, but I know like the um, the um, subscriptions numbers are like amazing. Yeah. What else is there to do? You know. Right. You know, I, I do think in 10 or 20 years, we're going to look back at this as the the streamazons, the, oh, uh, the streaming wars, you yes. know, you, you think about those times when you had like in the 90s, you had the the network sitcom wars and you had, you know, Seinfeld must and see, Friends and must see thir- yeah, Thursday, Thursday night yeah. TV, Friday night, you know. This, this is going to be another one of those times that you look back and you think of all the... Like we had the best of yeah. what was streaming. Too much though. It's too much. It's not too it much. Is, you, can always, you can always meet it out over time. It is too much. Because, I mean, just like, I don't just watch Disney+. Plus. There's plenty of things on Netflix. Like, HBO's been killing it oh, recently. HBO has been killing it. Um, Showtime's been pretty good. Like, there's just not enough time in the, in the day. <laughs> I mean, my like, question is, do you th- how much of this do you think we, is actually happening? Because we see this happen all the time where we announce all this big stuff. We're talking about, in our park stories, things being canceled. Is that because of our current climate or what? But how much of this stuff will actually happen? Yeah, but these are able to... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I feel better about these than any of the park announcements. I mean, I'd say... I'd say 75% of the stuff definitely comes out. I do think the park stuff has been kind of kneecapped by the pandemic mm-hmm. i don't even know that for sure some of that stuff won't come around eventually i mean they may redo it or yeah. you know re recombobulate it into something else but um yeah i think a lot of that had to do with that i think a lot of this is because they have to keep up with netflix and hbo max and or stay ahead 
yeah. in order to stay competitive. Yo, did you see they're doing a Alien series um, on Hulu? No. no. Star, it's the same guy who did the Fargo uh, TV oh. series is doing an Aliens for fans of uh, the great movie ride. I'm able to say that because it's semi Disney related. <laughs> oh, I thought she meant the ones that were in the uh, the claw machine. <laughs> the no, claw. not those aliens. And aliens. <laughs> no, I mean xenomorphs. I'm shocked they haven't done a, an alien short. I God. feel like that's only a matter. I know of time. that's such a low Give hanging fruit. Yeah, <laughs> they're my favorite Toy Story, Story character. Claw hanging fruit. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it for the news round? That is, yeah. Um, Soul will be out um, mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. 30, and that's 30 not, bucks? No, I think that's straight up available. Oh, no way. Yeah. That sounds like something I'll do on Christmas I could, this year. I could be wrong on that, but I, I haven't seen, like, they have a logo for it in the PowerPoint deck. And that doesn't say that, but then, like, Raya and the Last Dragon says pre- Premier Access. Oh. At the bottom. That so. would be a welcome surprise. That would be a nice little Christmas gift. Yeah. A surprise to be sure, mm-hmm. but a welcome one. Alrighty. Um, so for our main topic this week, uh, it's been some time, but Matt and I did go to Disney World at the beginning of November. We just wanted to do a quick recap of our trip and anything that was new. So Matt, since your memory is not as fresh as mine, why don't you pick a topic to start us with and then we'll we'll go. We went to it. Disney in November. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Knew that was where it was going. Um yeah, um we did Guardians of the Galaxy. Um Guardians of the Galaxy. Jesus, Jesus Christ. We did Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> I I have a hard time. I always say Rise of Resistance and Guardians of the Galaxy because it's the same like alliteration of the two names, like R O T R G O T G. But yeah, we did Rise of the Resistance, and we actually got to go on it twice because um, we got like a decent boarding pass um, to go on it, and it broke down. And when I it broke down at the very end of the ride, and I mean like like seconds we before we were able out. to get out of the ride vehicle and I'm, I'm purposely being vague because Scott has not uh, been on this ride yet but they had to evacuate people um, through the exit queue and actually like physically go to the ride vehicles and and let people off and then at the end they were like yeah you know we're sorry about this so you get a we'll give you a fast pass to return as soon as it's up and we're like oh no way so we got off, we went to Baseline Tap House, we had a beer. By the time we finished our beer, it was back up, and then we got right back on and, and wrote it again. What do they do? Scan your magic band as you Yeah, yep. so so it's nice. So I feel like we got to see a preview of if Fast Passes ever come to Rise of the Resistance. It's really nice, and they made a point of saying, like, as if this was a huge conven- inconvenience, that queue is really, really long. Like, you go through a cavern, it's very... almost reminds me of Voyage of the Little Mermaid queue, where you're, like, in caves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't... It, it is so deceiving how it, like, it loops around, and you and basically... And you, like the yeah, end of just, that queue is so close to the front of that queue, mm-hmm. and you travel so like you travel so far it yeah, just so they, around they in, said in a when you get the fast pass you do not have to walk through the caverns mm. so it's about a five minute walk if you there was no line mm-hmm. um so you just scan your magic band and you go into that first like room where something actually happens and it is like immediate like you yeah. were just walking right into it were you really uh when when 
when you like got your bearings and knew where you were when you entered and where the fast pass entrance would be when you were like oh my god you're yeah. We didn't travel far at all. Like, yeah, it's right it here. Just, it just twists and turns in the back there. So it's it's pretty crazy, but it'll be night. Like, if that's ever, like, a fast pass option, man, you shave off, like, You're a probably physically, like, right behind the Muppets Theater. Yes. When you're in the queue. Yes, that makes sense. And it just is twisting yeah. back there. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, was, it was... Because there were so many parts that I was... <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this on the October podcast, but there was a kid who was hysterically crying <laughs> oh. in the line. And like when we then got in the queue this past trip, I was like, oh, this is where his mom was taking his picture and he was crying. And I was like, no, this is actually isn't where it happened yet. Like that queue is long. <laughs> but anyway, so that was cool. Um, Matt, do you want to take any other topics? Oh, let's talk about the boarding passes because we said we would. Oh yeah, so the boarding pass is um, the the logistics for getting a boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance had changed uh, right before we had um, gone on this trip. Before the major change was before you had to physically be in the park uh, in Hollywood Studios with valid park admission uh, and park pass reservation, and then at the times of I believe it was nine and two. At 9 a.m. and 2 p.m.? Yeah, 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 9 and 2, yeah. Um, you could go on the app or 10 and, two. and... 10. Sure, 10, 10 and 2. Um, you could go on the app and reserve a, uh, a boarding pass that would determine when you would be able to enter the queue to get on the ride. They changed it so that you could do it as long as you had valid park admission and a park pass for Hollywood Studios, you could do it um, from your hotel. Or you could do it from anywhere. Yeah, you could do it from anywhere. So, and you could do it starting at 7 a.m. So we were able to reserve a boarding pass from our hotel room, which was nice. And it's it works so much better because then if you get stuck with a boarding pass that's later in the day, you don't have to feel compelled to go to Hollywood Studios first thing, potentially hang out. What if that's the only thing you wanted to do and you're not able to return until 2.30 p.m.? You're like, well, I got to... I got to do something for five hours, you know, whereas now you know exactly what your window is. Yeah. And I, I think that like generally it wasn't as crazy crowds wise. We didn't get there for park opening though. So to say that like, we, I'm not sure exactly how it was at 10 AM versus how it was at 10 AM in October when we had to be there, but it just didn't seem like the lines were comparable, like because you had to wait in line to get to baseline, and it was around the same place as it was when we were there in October. Yeah. Um, we stayed half at the Polynesian and half at the Swan. Um, at the Polynesian, just to stress, really plan out your dining reservations now nowadays because. <laughs> There is not a lot available, and it is not the days when you can just roll up to a restaurant. Even if it was just two of us, and I didn't know if October it was impossible because there were 12 of us, but it is really, really, really hard. Um, so we got there later on a Wednesday evening, and we were like, let's go to Kona. Have we ever had a problem no, getting into Kona? Never. Even with, like, with, Like, yes. I remember leaving Animal Kingdom and getting reservations for Kona, leaving the park at night. And it was completely full, and we went there. Matt was like, oh, well, I'll just ask. No, there is absolutely no availability. 
So what you are able to do, which I know Rob had spoken about in a new segment earlier, is you can get takeout. So we ended up doing the Polynesian trifecta. As Matt got takeout from Kona, I got takeout from Captain Cook, and then we all got drinks at Tambu Lounge, and we just sat up in those little, that little like area where this the trifecta seat... did not involve Trader Sam's. Interestingly enough, well, it's yeah, not that's not right. I know. I'm saying like. Um, so we combined all three to have our dinner and drinks that night. And then Matt went to the Dolwit place at, afterwards. So we really took advantage of the Polynesian. Um, but it was, it was good and it was fast. So just be aware that that may be what you have to do because it's huh. not. Did you notice construction? Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. It's such a pain. I, again, I don't understand why this resort is getting construction again. Given that, given that it was, it was just, just redone in three, four years. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't, don't understand the degree to which they're doing the construction. And it like, is, it is massive. Like you can't do a drop off at the lobby. You can't go in the lobby in the main doors. You get dropped off over by the DVC yeah. side. That's where like the main entrance is. So like if you Uber, you're going over like way on the DVC side, um, and then you have to which like, is the only part open right now. Right. 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 So. Um. And like I went down to my magic band, never, ever, ever, ever opens the door for me, ever. I always have to go to the desk. So Matt went up to Kona to try to like sweet talk his way in. And I said, I'm going to go down to the desk and try to fix my magic band. When I tell you there was no one on that first floor of the Polynesian, not a single person. There was a lady working the desk. No one. It was such a eerie. It was a ghost town. Um, but then the second floor was crazy because everyone was trying to eat. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, while we're speaking about crowds, I guess, um, is we did a day at Magic Kingdom, a day at Epcot, and a day at Hollywood Studios. We did not do a day at Animal Kingdom. The, our day at Magic Kingdom was dead. It was, well, it was, it was very rainy. And it was rainy, and we were, and we were like, like we're it. doing it. Um, <laughs> we got so much done. We because did. I feel like the rain really, um, killed the crowds, and we were just like, uh... Freaking uh, rain slickers on. Let's go. Let's just do everything we can. What's your sense that it's just locals not showing up? People that w- would have probably gone for the day. It was raining really hard. It was. <laughs> well, well, that's why. Yeah, that, that maybe had no. that maybe had um, reservations and thought, screw it, I'm not yeah, gonna go like, if it's a downpour next week. Yeah. Like, yes, I would guess that's what it is. Um, so we got a lot done and that was the beginning. That was like the beginning of them doing a similar thing that they did with the Halloween party with the Christmas parade. So we got to see little snippets of the Christmas parade. We saw the toy soldier or whatever. We saw Santa. We saw the little, yeah, the toy soldier guy. I was going to say we could have done a lot more, but Catherine made a critical error in that she wore, so she's like, oh, since it's, it's coming down so hard. I'm just going to wear flip-flops, like just like regular rubber flip-flops. But the flip-flops that she wore were from like six years ago, and there was no tread on the bottom of those flip-flops at all. So she was, she might as well have been wearing ice skates. (laughs) And it was like, it was so slippery, and she could not walk without clutching onto me. And so we had to like, she had to penguin walk all over the Magic Kingdom for like the four hours we were there in a downpour. And there was a point when we were in the Space Mountain queue where I watched you slide for like, I saw you slide like a four foot distance. 
And I was like, I cannot believe you didn't just face plant. It was incredible. And then we like, we went in the Emporium. I'm like, just buy like Crocs or something. But like, then they're like, they're like plain Crocs, like plain black Crocs for like 50 bucks. And I'm like, are you going to buy $50 Crocs just for today? Cause it was going to be sunny and nice the next two days. Like I was like, if, if it was going to rain the rest of the trip, and, you know, maybe that's a decent investment, but it's like, can you really justify $50 on some ugly Crocs? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not ugly. But anyway, But yeah. no, we persevered. She didn't bust her face open. Yeah, that's uh, good. But, uh... We uh, ended up ha- getting a lunch reservation at Liberty Tree Tavern. Um, that was Matt's first time there. We ate in the Golden... Diamond Horseshoe. Um, Which kind of, I, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, it sucks. We did that in August. I don't like eating in there. I want to eat yeah. in like the room, or, like it's cozy in the, the Liberty Tree Tavern. Not a not a fan. Wasn't, uh, and our service was <sighs> crappy. It was real bad. The food uh, was great. I ate myself into a coma. <laughs> I know, that did like, whew, that was delicious. Um, and then that evening, we ended up going to Disney Springs and we met up with a friend who we didn't have dining reservation so we had to find something that would be accessible for three people at the last minute so we went to open table because there was truly hardly anything on the disney app and i like was compulsively checking and so we ended up settling on terralina crafted italian Mm. let me tell you it was awesome it was so good i will be going back there the portion sizes were huge the service was great the food was amazing they had, it kind of reminded me of Wine Bar George appetizers with like the polenta and like meatballs. It was so good. What was that before? It was called Chita- Portobello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. How yeah. similar or dissimilar is it? I've never eaten it. Yeah, because I, I ate it Portobello. Portobello before and that was really good. Yeah, it kind yeah, of I'd... reminded me of Olive Garden, which mm-hmm. is a compliment. Coming when you're there, you're family. <laughs> I, what, I felt what, like family. So, where is it? Is it, where does it rank in terms of El Molina? Uh, it's a different. It's less. It's more rustic. It's okay. also like so less. Uh, it's uh, less formal. fancy. Like there's sandwiches. Like Mac got a chicken parm sandwich, okay. where you would get more of like a meal. With I mean, you can. I mean, they also have you know traditional like Italian. Like you could get like eggplant parmesan or, or whatever. I think they do have a, a pretty decent happy hour too. They do. They have Probably fun drinks there, and like like they have like they had like Marvel drinks in October and like yeah. so they'll do like oh. specialty cocktails that you won't be able to find anywhere else really 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 good sangria i would definitely want to try it it's interesting because from what i've gathered the uh the reviews on this place have been really mixed and um all three of us had a really great experience our server was excellent all three of us really liked the food um yeah my chicken parm sandwich was one huge and two delicious yeah so yeah i just got appetizers I, i was stuffed the portion sizes were really big it was it was delicious yeah and and it certainly helps it it's at this point in time fairly easy to get a reservation yeah. especially in comparison to some of the other places yeah so. so if you're struggling for a reservation that's a that's a place to hit up quick question about that are they is it difficult to get it because of how they're spacing people out in these restaurants yes. is that mm-hmm. mostly the yeah, reason because there's less capacity yeah. okay. for i figured that was the case yeah so it's like every other table is full yeah. um we ended up going for pre-game drinks at City Works. Um, I got a flight. Their beer is so good. I really enjoyed it there. Um, and then we did post après ski. We did post uh, meal drinks at the Edison. 
I just can't warm up to the Edison. I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I don't know what it is. I just can't. I just don't like it. I don't, and I should like it. I don't know why I don't. Yeah, I'm also, there's something about it. We I, sat I, at the bar downstairs. And we've stuff. never talked about this. Like, you and I have, have, like, tried to diagnose what it is that I just, just doesn't expensive hit. expensive for what you get. Like, I had... Oh, I had, see, I'm not even talking oh, about, like, I, price I, and per, like, the offerings. I'm talking about, like, just general feel. Like... It's not that I... I mean, I, I like a steampunk See, uh, I don't like art steampunk. Style. Yeah. I, I think that's what turns me off about it. See, I do, but there's something about it, a, a je ne sais quoi, that I, <laughs> I just can't put my finger on, that I just, like, I I'm, don't feel comfortable fully in there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was, but anyway. Um, so, we ended up... We had big plans to go to Morimoto to eat... We ended up being really lazy after our day at Hollywood Studios doing nothing. Um, so we were like, well, let's just like eat around the boardwalk. And this is where we had our most like dire issue with dining reservations because there is not a lot open around there. And um, so we were like, we'll just go walk around, but that's not really how it works. Um, Il Molino was busy, like Blue Zoo didn't have availability. We weren't really that hungry for shulas. And stuff's not open. Right. Like, Flying Fish isn't open. Like, the, you know, the, the ESPN Club, um, the Big River Brewing. Yeah. Like, these things all aren't open. So, we ended up being able to get a reservation, like a, one of those walk-up reservations. that you get on the app, and then they are like, okay, well, within an hour, we'll let you know if your table's ready. And it's not <laughs> exact in any way. So... We got this, and it said in an hour. Within an hour, you'll be we'll be ready. So we thought, well, we'll go down to Kimono's and have a drink and like an appetizer there, kill an hour, and then walk over to the the yacht club from the Swan. Um, we got our drink and we got an order of wontons at at Kimono's, and we immediately got the notification that our table was ready. And we were like, yeah, we're gonna need the check like right now. So we then had to walk over to the yacht club. We were late, like we were late. It was, um, it was pretty busy over there too. So I feel like they would not have held our reservation. <laughs> um, but we ate at Alan Compass, like the restaurant proper. It was really good. I loved it. It was really good. They have these Parker House rolls, which are like delicious, <laughs> warm, buttery rolls with three different dips, mm. like a, ch- a beer cheese. Uh, lemon um, butter. lemon butter. What's a Parker roll? So it's a specific type of roll. It's like a yeast roll that's salty and buttery. It's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Sounds like it's up my alley. Yeah, I said to Matt, hot take, <laughs> and he was like, no one's going to agree with you. I think it's better than the Sinabred service. You get, six, you get six rolls and three dips. Um, that's straight that, up blasphemous. That's... Um, Sebastian's the bread, the rolls there. It's the three, like yeah, very, Caribbean. Yeah, I think the I think those are more flaky than these. But these, yeah, are, these like, are these are like the pole biscuits. Part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the so so good though. And they also um, offered like our waiter was so sweet. He was amazing, and that is pretty. I got that and lobster biscuits my meal because we were like, oh, we'll split the bread. And he was like, oh, do you want more bread? Like, you, they'll give you tons oh. more bread if you yeah. still have dips left. Oh, it was so good. Soup can be a meal. Soup can be a meal. <laughs> um, 
Soup, there it is. And then I just have two notes about like crowds and logistics. So the day we were at Epcot, I just feel like they are failing at like understanding how like the crowd flow specifically there. And I saw it in October too, but like the France pavilion, they just do not have their act together with like staffing Mm -hmm. where it needs to be. Like, I just think it's not allocated correctly because they had the line so backed up for the France pavilion. It was like three people taking orders and like one person fulfilling orders. So obviously you're getting all these orders and you don't have the people to get them out. So they were taking orders and the people whose orders were taken were going then behind the people that were waiting in line. So you were double road in the line, like where you're trying to keep a six foot distance. And the people taking the orders had absolutely no awareness that this was happening. And they were setting people over to the side who were then backing up next to the people waiting to get yeah, it's, orders. It's very simple. You can't take more orders than you can fulfill. Then you can fit. You know how to take the, the, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> You just can't too. keep you just can't keep the orders. No, it's it's I mean it's it's a very like simple logistical issue where you just have to like keep your eyes open and be like, okay, there's a there are X amount of spaces to keep a six foot distance. If I take one more order, we are over capacity. So therefore I have to wait until the the line moves up from, from order fulfillment. Like there, you just can't like, and or they were have just an like appropriate queue system at fulfillment to right. back people. Right. Up. Correct. And they just were not, they were, they were was, effing it up. And then it was really, really busy in that kiosk to boot. So much so that it was going up on the bridge on the way to the UK. I have never seen it that backed up. It was insane. Um, so we were like, well, screw this. We're just like, it was It was a little uncomfortable there. So we got fish and chips. Um, great life hack is there's a nice little relaxation station right next to the Yorkshire fish and chips window and there's also a lower level where there's a lot of seating and really open space and you can sit down by the water highly recommend that um plus the fish and chips are just so damn good they are so (laughs) damn good so we got those and then went back to our room um and then so then this was a this was saturday um and we were like okay well we want to do something at night our friend was joining us again so it was going to be three of us we were trying to get reservations somewhere it was impossible so we thought well let's just go to a resort and drink uh, and he had a car and he was like, well, let's go to the Riviera. We'll just go to like the Riva bar. Um, so we go to the Riviera and they had the sign out for capacity. And so we get up to the guy at the, the toll booth <laughs> and he's like, all right, what you doing? And we said, oh, we're going to the Riva bar. And he goes, nope, not without a reservation. And our friend is a true sweetheart and a nice person. He said can you make reservations for the Riva bar? And he goes, nope, you're going to have to turn around. And so he goes, this is for the food and drink at this resort is for guests of the resort. And then we had to turn around and leave. And he was so rude. And I so the takeaway here is if you want to go to the Riviera, take the freaking Skyliner and bypass this a-hole. Um, <laughs> because really awful, awful Disney cast member. Um, cause that's not, it's not for the, the guests. Cause we were like, well, so we park at the boardwalk and take the Skyliner over to the river park. Right. And then there's no, no one's stopping us. To... Um, but anyway, what we ended up doing was 
going back to the only place that had availability, which was the Yellow Compass again. <laughs> and we sat on the bar side and there was plenty of room. Um, they had it really nicely spaced out and just ate and drank there. Um, but the guy at the Riviera was a pretty big POS. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's sort of like when you have that situation in other places where they want to know why you're coming to the resort. Why does it matter why I'm coming to the resort? If you have a restaurant there and a yeah. bar, I'm coming for that. Yeah, isn't the whole, like, isn't that part of the, like, selling point of staying on Disney property is that there are these great resorts that have, like, so what, you're telling me if I wasn't staying at the Polynesian, I couldn't go to Trader Sam's? I mean, what, is Trader Sam's just for the people that are staying at the Polynesian? No, it can't operate like that. It, it's, it, it's, I think it's a facade of trying to make it look like it's safe that oh, they do that. Yeah. Like, to Scott's point of, like, like, them asking for ID when you pull up. Like, what what's that for? Like, <laughs> I'm just driving around with no ID. Like, I'm just some, like, schmo, like, yeah. some alien that, like, has <laughs> landed here and I'm trying to sneak into Disney or something. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And yeah, it, it's, the, it's the illusion of, of security. Right. Yeah, but then if you've done this more than once or twice, you'll notice the huge inconsistencies from resort sure. to resort or sure. from person to person that, you know... Uber drop off. All right, bye. Some yeah. that you need an, three forms of ID in your passport <laughs> to get through, and it's like, why? I want a magic band. Yeah, really, it's ridiculous. But well, see, that's what always makes me laugh. Is you know, some places they'll ask for a magic band. You're like, no, we're eating here. Okay, carry on. Yeah, and I know some places do. Like, I feel like the tightest ship is the contemporary because mm -hmm. they would get a lot of stragglers just trying to go to the Magic Kingdom that don't want to park at TTC. But, like, even so, I mean, if you say you're going to the Wave, they really don't. Like, the bar or, like, the yeah. other room. Like, I just don't feel like they give you that much of a hassle. But let me tell you. And maybe it was, like, a parking. Like, maybe they didn't have enough parking or something there. Then they just should have said that. But the guy was just <laughs> ridiculous. So, anyway, that was the trip. Probably our last one <laughs> for a trip. while. Yeah. Because Southwest is filling the middle seats now. Nope. <laughs> No, thank you. I know, and I have the free companion thing till we, yeah, we're not going to be able to go anywhere for, till at least we get the vaccine, I yeah. think. Yeah. Nope. Well, I've got my Southwest points ready to go. <laughs> yeah, locked and loaded, right? <laughs> but anyway, well, does anyone have any last calls? I got nothing. I, I'm a, the one thing I know we, we, the two of us liked, uh, well, and I'll speak for Holly because she enjoyed it immensely too. Is the Star Wars Lego holiday special? Is this new? Yes. yes. Okay. Sorry, I just I didn't know if it was like just something that. Um, it is very enjoyable. It is. I, very I loved enjoyable. it. I did too. It's very fast. Yes. Like nothing. There's not a single storyline that's like okay. Can we? Hurry and it's self aware. Like it's self aware. Like mm -hmm. some of the jokes are just like, uh, like. It, it's really funny. Good puns. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real. It is funny. You know what else we've been watching a lot of on Disney Plus? I wanted to make a note of is Zenimation, and it's these. We watch it before bed. It's these compilations of their animated movies, 
like to connect a theme so like one might be night and it's just like a lot of nighttime scenes with like crickets and birds mm. chirping mm. and like really pretty set it's like the one was water so you get a lot of moana of like the water scenes and stuff it's so relaxing and really nice they're only like six or seven minutes like there is also a master cut one that's like 45 minutes long yeah mm. it's really nice it's, it's lovely to go to bed i did have a last call unrelated to disney plus too um I know I've been super, super critical of uh, D23 and, like, the organization in the past, but they've been offering a lot of um, gold member events this year, and I was gold member events. I was thinking of. I love gold. Powers gold member. Um, <laughs> Golden face. That truly, they never have been able to capture, like, make it worth being gold member like a gold tier member i'm gonna say gold tier member like if you don't live in florida or california because like all the events are at the studios or walt disney world or like uh the walt disney family museum so like kind of sucks to live in the middle of pennsylvania um but they've done a really 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 great job this year of doing specific events all like online um so they just did a they did a holiday one that was based around all the Halloween decorations at the parks and like all the parks. And then they just did a Christmas one this week and they did like a special archives one, which I believe they're putting out on Disney plus, which was amazing. They're like, they're all really, really well done. Like good panels with Imagineers, like kind of remind me of a D 23 panel that you get in your home. Really, really good. So Hmm. if you have, if you're interested in the D 23 gold tier membership, (laughs) Uh, it's a good year to have it. They probably realize that it, not many people would want it if they can't get the D23 Expo discount, but it's good. So. I'm keeping them on. Yep. But anyway, anyone have anything else? All right, guys. Not. Well, um, we should be back before Christmas, right? We're planning to. Yeah. We hope to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, two weeks it, is our, right. Our, our, uh... Well, actually, two weeks from now would be after Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, then, (laughs) Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah. Um, it it, it'll be a weird uh, year in review. (laughs) It's gonna be like, what did we watch this year? Pretty much. The middle finger award goes to the year. Yeah, it goes to coronavirus. Uh, Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Anyway, we're gonna see how we've done. uh, This this the podcast as a whole this year, which is gonna be really pathetic. I think. But, all right, well, guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and we'll uh, talk to you right after Christmas. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook, and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.